Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. All right, RJ, aside from Green Bay, what do you think is the potentially stickiest, most questionable quarterback situation in the NFL? Well, Stats, I tweeted about this on Wednesday. Uh, Did you know? I don't know if they're the first, but at least... As of now, Cam Newton and Mac Jones are the latest pair of quarterback teammates in the NFL whose first names are each other's backwards. Did you know this? I did not know this. That's right. Cam and Mac. Um, I also I hope I'm hopeful that people start calling Mac Jones the Big Mac. Like I'm hopeful that some sort of like <laughs> partnership happens there. Um, I know that there are a lot of other like sexier quarterback sticky situations uh, maybe to look at. But this is one where like I, I am sort of of the mindset that Cam – has a bounce back here this season. Um, especially like, obviously he was heavily impacted by COVID last year, obviously had the very weird off season, obviously didn't have all of the weapons that New England went out and got this off season. And so I'm fascinated to see if he is the immediate starter and has a lot of success. I'm not saying 2015 Cam Newton style, but if he is moderately successful, what happens there? Uh, just because this is the Patriots and it's so hard to peg anything they're going to do. First of all, as a non-Patriot fan, I'm just enjoying the fact that New England, after 20 years, is going to be dragged down into the same quarterback muck that has affected pretty much every team in the NFL at one point or another. So I'm just going to enjoy that and revel in the fact that whoever starts week one, and I'm assuming it's going to be Cam right now, the second he starts to struggle, the torches and pitchforks will be out. And people in New England will be calling for a quarterback change. And I'm just going to enjoy that because that hasn't affected the Patriots since they took Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, they've been living on easy street. Um, But I I think, like, Mac is going to struggle. Is he not early on in his career? And then what do you do? Like, if you bring in Mac for Cam and he plays poorly, what happens? So I think you have to go with Cam first because of that situation. And if Cam isn't good, you bring in Mac and you say, we're riding with Mac the rest of the way because you you don't want to have that herky-jerky. He's in, he's out. Like, that's to me, that's no good. So you start with Cam, and you transition to Mac if necessary, and they're going to have to get this thing right, RJ. Look at the Patriots' schedule. Every game in the AFC East is not going to be easy like it has been for them. They're going to have some tough games, obviously, with, with the Bills, the Dolphins, even the Jets may be better at least than last year. They got to play the Titans. They got to play Bucks and Tom Brady, obviously, the Browns, the Colts, the Chargers, even their 17th game, I think, is against your Dallas Cowboys, right? Like the schedule is tough for New England. They can't just sort of figure it out at quarterback. They need actual good production from that spot. I firmly believe, by the way, that New England will beat them. 
Um, just because that happens. You know what I mean? Like, di- didn't Peyton... Oh, no, Peyton Manning won his first game against Indianapolis, but he lost the more important one, which was the playoff game in the 2014 divisional round. Um, so just that's a, a separate prediction aside. Um, I mean, I don't know. That's I, I still, like... That's the first-round quarterback I'm least confident will get on the field, like, early on. Um, just, again, like... I, I, because I, I have more faith in Cam than I do Jimmy Garoppolo, than I do Andy Dalton, um, obviously, than I do anybody associated with the Jaguars or the Jets. Um, and so it is what it is. Like, that's like, I, I guess stats, Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, Jimmy, like, I, I'm not saying that you're like, oh, a lot of teams want Jimmy G, but you've talked about before, like, the Niners could move him. Who could possibly want Jimmy Garoppolo right now? And I know Teddy Bridgewater just got traded, but he didn't have the, you know, contract coming with him that Jimmy does. I mean, like, I don't think that that's a close competition, although I do kind of buy a little bit that the 49ers are going to play him week one, which is a disaster. You said actually on the off day debrief that which Bobby loved that that would be a failure or off day debrief, excuse me. Um, and so, right. Whatever. Anyway, debrief, <laughs> whatever. Debrief. Anyway, um, I think of all, of all rookie quarterbacks, that's the biggest failure. If, if, if he's not starting week one of all the proverbial rookie quarterbacks right now, like, I don't think it's a big failure if Mac Jones isn't starting week one. I don't think it's a huge failure if Justin Fields is not, but I do think it's a galactic failure if Trey Lance is not. Oh, I think it's a galactic failure if Justin Fields isn't either because of what they have, at least with Jimmy Garoppolo, you could argue the team has had success with him when he's been healthy and played. What success have anybody on the Bears had? You know, their quarterbacks. Uh, like, but they've never had Andy Dalton before. Stats, hello, different thing. I mean, I guess you could argue Nick Foles, but that was a pretty limited window. You know, he didn't play every game that year they went to the Super Bowl. I just, to me, it's a galactic failure if both of those guys are not on the field week one. You gotta go with the rookies. You go with the with the players that you took in the first round when your other alternatives are Jimmy Garoppolo, who's missed 53% of his starts when he's been with the 49ers or Andy Dalton, who, I mean, he's Andy friggin' Dalton. Like there's enough said there. It's different with the Patriots. At least Cam Newton's had an MVP year. And I agree for the reasons you said earlier, there's a lot of reason to believe that he's going to bounce back this year and be much better than he was last year. So to me, the new England is the only spot with a first round rookie quarterback where they could justify not starting him right out of the gate. And I think that Cam also will play. I think we both just kind of said we'll play the best. Like if I had to bet on 2021 Cam Newton or Jimmy Garoppolo or Andy Dalton or even Nick Foles, um, I would obviously take Cam above you know the rest. And a lot of that is is the talent that New England acquired. A lot of that's Bill Belichick, but a lot of it is just Cam. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>